This segment of the Cliff Notes Podcast is sponsored by the Maryville Forum Sports Section. The Maryville Forum provides coverage of the Maryville, Platte Valley, Nottoway Valley, Worth County, and Northwest Missouri State football teams each week in print and digital. The Forum is proud to cover all sports for Maryville, Platte Valley, North Nottoway, Northeast Nottoway, Nottoway Valley High Schools, and Northwest Missouri State University. A year-long subscription to the Forum is only $35. Go to MaryvilleForum.com to get yours today. Coming up on the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 2 pregame show, a former Missouri Western Griffin makes his return to St. Joseph. Leon Douglas brings his North Kent City Hornets into a suburban red matchup with the Central Indians. Plus, after having their game canceled last week, Lafayette opens their regular season in Atchison. And Maryville and Harrisonville lock up in one of the best matchups in the state. All that and more on the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 2 pregame show. And welcome everybody here to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I am your host, Clifton Grooms. It is the Week 2 pregame show. We are here on Segment 1. We're going to be talking City 11-man and the MEC here on the first segment of the Week 2 pregame show. Let's not waste any time. Let's run down the scores from Week 1. And it is and an opponent scheduled at the beginning of last week. Fort Osage was able to defeat Central 61-21. The final score, Lincoln Prep over Bitten 46-7. Blair Oaks over Maryville 40-6. Excelsior Springs 21, Savannah 6. Cameron over Kansas City Northeast 34-0. And then Chillicothe 27, Marshall 8. We'll go ahead. We will run down this week's schedule. But before we do that... We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. And welcome, everybody, back here to the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 2 pregame show. Let's not waste any more time. Let's go ahead. Let's run down some scores from Week 1. And a a game that was put together at the beginning of last week, Fort Osage was able to best Central in the Battle of the Indians 61-21. Lincoln Prep over Benton 46-7. Blair Oaks over Maryville 40-6. Excelsior Springs over Savannah 21-6. Cameron 34, Kansas City Northeast nothing, and the Chillicothe over Marshall 27 to 8 was the final score there. Now Cameron, Chillicothe, and St. Pius, those were the only three MEC schools to get a win this week. While Lafayette didn't have a game last week, they were scheduled to take on Cardahan, but that didn't happen. Lafayette still at 0 and 0, while Maryville, Savannah, and Benton are at the early 0 and 1 record. This season. Let's go ahead. Let's run down the week two schedule as we have it. And the first matchup that we're going to preview is going to be the North Kansas City Hornets taking on the Central Indians. It is the Indians home opener at Noise Field this season. Hornets are actually coached by former Missouri Western standout Leon Douglas. He's going to be bringing one of the best defensive units in the Kansas City metro area to St. Joseph. It should be a fun game and a tough challenge for the Central Indians. I had an opportunity to talk with head coach Reggie Trotter about his relationship with Leon Douglas. The game last week against Fort Osage and a look ahead to North Kansas City. Here's our interview with Coach Trotter right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We're continuing on here with the Week 2 pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the Central Indians. That would be Reggie Trotter. Coach, welcome back. Thanks a lot, Clifton. Thanks for having me. Well, Coach, um, I know we talked about it a little bit last week. Um, originally, um, you guys were supposed to play Ruskin. Um, Ruskin, um, Ruskin had to back out of the game. Um, Fort Osage comes in. 
um, that we talked about that whole process last week. Um, Fort Osage did, however, come away with the victory in the Battle of the Indians. 61 to 21 was the final score there. Um, Coach, just um, overall, just give your thoughts on the game. Uh, the biggest thing, we, you know, there were some positive takeaways, uh, some really good performances from Stone Wet Lawford and Anthony Vassar. Uh, Anthony Vassar really did a great job on both sides of the ball, had a couple pass breakups and a couple tackles, uh, along with his 120-some-odd yards and two touchdowns receiving. Uh, Stone really probably played his best game. He did throw for three touchdowns and an interception, but the interception was tip ball, so uh kind of went through a receiver's hands and then kind of get, ended up getting intercepted. So he, I thought he played really, really well. Uh, and I was really proud of his progress and really getting better uh, and able to move the ball. Uh, you know, that's it's really about where the uh, the positives end. Uh, on the offensive side, we have to be able to run the ball better. Um, so, you know, Fort Osage did some good things uh, defensively, but uh, we really need to make sure we're more physical and, and run the ball better uh, from an offensive standpoint. Uh, defensively, I thought – I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, from a defensive standpoint, Matthew Cottell and, and Trayvon McCaleb led us in tackles. They really did a good job. And uh, obviously, like I said, with Anthony playing both sides of the ball, he played well. Uh, but the rest of our, our defense really didn't, you know, and that's really quite honestly really bad. Uh, we can't we, – we have to be able to tackle. And uh, if you're not willing or, or able to tackle, it's going to be really hard for you to play on Friday night against the teams that we play against. So uh, we, we've got to – we had to make sure we take care of business this week and, and get better at that, that phase of the game. Well, definitely. Uh, what I was going to say, um, definitely about Anthony Vassar. Um, I know um, Chris Roush and Brandon Zinner both tweeted out a video of that catch that he made uh, during the game. Definitely go out of your way, definitely check that out if you haven't checked that out yet. But, um, Coach, we're back in business now. Week two, it's the home opener. Um, you're coaching up against it, an old friend, an old, an old player of yours, and a really talented um, football team in North Kansas City. So, um, Coach, um, just your thoughts on um, thoughts on North Kansas City, thoughts on Coach Douglas, and um, what can we expect on the football game on Friday? You know, I love the fact that you keep calling him old. That is for sure. He is now getting to be very old, and I'm really tired of Leon Douglas. No, I'm just kidding. He's He is a great human being, and I'm really proud of him and the job that he's doing there at North Kansas City. Um, I'm really looking forward to this matchup. They do have an incredible team coming in. Uh, I know they're on one. Uh, they played a, a really tough Raytown team that really kind of kept their defense off balance with, with their misdirection and option offense. Uh, but their their defensive line is, is going to be every bit as good as advertised or even better. Uh, I think he's got a really talented front, and I don't know that we'll see anybody's defensive line as good as we'll see this weekend. Uh, Leon Douglas, like I said, is a, an incredible human. Uh, he is a good friend of mine. We, we speak often. He's uh, called me two summers in a row to come coach with him for the uh, uh, the Mocan game, and I've been really appreciative of that and, and the, the camaraderie that we show each other and, and uh, just being able to be a, a good human and just being family. You know, I'm really proud of him and, and what he's done. And I could definitely second that, too. I had a chance to meet Leon um, several years ago when he was a player at Missouri Western. So Leon Douglas is just a tremendous – he was a tremendous football player at Missouri Western, a tremendous human being and a tremendous football coach. Definitely has done a great job at North Kansas City. But, uh, Coach Trotter, I want to thank you so much again for making time for me and uh, making time for the podcast. And um, good luck to you guys against North Kansas City. Well, I appreciate it very much. And, uh, you know, thank you very much for having me on. Looking forward to it next week. and hopefully talk about a win. 
And thank you so much, Coach Reggie Trotter, for joining the podcast, North Kansas City at Central on Friday night. Now, the next game we're going to take a look at is Lafayette at Atchison. The Fighting Irish were originally supposed to play Carnahan on Saturday. That game got canceled. So the Irish went without a week one opponent. They're, I'm sure they're probably just itching to get back out of the field to hit somebody other than the other than their own jersey. I had an opportunity to catch up with head coach Ryan Schroyer of the Fighting Irish. He talked about that cancellation, talked about this week's matchup with Atchison, and more. Here's our interview with Ryan Schroyer right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We're continuing on with the first segment of the Week 2 pregame show. We are here with the first-year head coach of the Lafayette Fighting Irish. Ryan Schroyer is back with us. Coach, how are you? I'm great, Clifton. Thanks for having me. I really enjoy your show. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. I enjoy interviewing you. So, um, Coach, um, last week we recorded a little bit. Obviously, we couldn't use the audio. Um, I know that um, la- last week you were looking to prepare for uh, Carnahan. Um, we all know that matchup did not happen, unfortunately. Um, your kids didn't get a chance to play a week one ball game. But, um, Coach, how was your team able to adjust um, not knowing that you weren't going to be able to have a week one game? Uh, man, I just feel really bad for the kids having a game taken away from them, especially the seniors having a home game taken away from them. Um, it just, it's a bummer. It really is. Um, you know, and so it's tough, you know, practicing all week, working all week, work, 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 and then not getting a paycheck on Friday when it's payday. Um, so I just, I felt bad for them and, you know, I told them that and, you know, but I also I told him today. You know, think about that before we go out and play because um, that should motivate you to, you know, take out the frustration, you know, and execute and um, be able to not take anything for granted and uh, you know live in the moment really and not look past where you're at and uh, you know nothing's guaranteed whether it's you playing whether it's you practicing whether it's, you know, being quarantined or something like that. So can control what you can control and um, try to make the most out of it. And I think these boys are hungry and they're ready to play. So I'm excited for them. I think last year definitely taught us all a lesson about taking things, you know, one one day at a time and being grateful for everything that's going on for sure. So, um, Coach, let's talk about this week's game. Um, get, a, get an opportunity to get back on the field this week. Um they're under a new mascot name. They're under the Phoenix now, but you're going to be going on a road trip to Atchison this week to take on the, the new Phoenix team. So, um, Coach, just um, what you've seen on film on Atchison and um, what can we expect from the football game on Friday? Um, well, unfortunately, Atchison was not able to play a jamboree, and Kansas starts a week later than Missouri. So basically they got they gave us a scrimmage tape of their own team and we gave them a scrimmage tape and so we don't know exactly, you know, what they're going to do in a game situation. Um so that's that's hard coming in. Um but what we did is prepare for the things that we're not prepared for. We tried to um, try to run some different things that we're not 
used to and that we haven't went up against so that if we see something that, you know, we weren't expecting, we'd have a better shot of being successful. Um, so that's kind of the, kind of how we went into it. Um, kind of got some different tools in the tool chest to try to fight against some different things that could possibly be brought against us. And honestly, I, I kind of like the, I kind of like the excitement and challenge of, you know, not knowing exactly what you're going to go up against because, um, you know, I love the chess match. I love making in-game adjustments. I love, um, you know, tinkering things here and there and, um, just trying to do what we can to, for the kids to be successful and have fun and, you know, play good football. And so that's kind of where we're at, and I'm excited for the challenge. Well, I think it's definitely going to be a very exciting game. You don't, you don't get too many crossover games like that, especially in this area. So definitely um, Lafayette making the trip to Atchison. I think it's about 20 minutes away. So not a very long road trip, maybe a short one, especially, you know, a, a short road trip for a long, for a tall order, what they say. So, um, Toad Schroyer, um, I appreciate you again for coming on the podcast, and um, good luck to your good luck to you guys against Atchison. Thanks, Glitson. I appreciate you, my man. Thank you so much, Coach Ryan Schroyer of the Fighting Irish, for joining us here on the Cliff Notes podcast. The next matchup is going to be Benton at Pleasant Hill. It's going to be a tough matchup. The Roosters. Bring a strong rushing attack into this game against the Cardinals. Now the Cardinals fell short to Lincoln Prep, uh, even though uh, even though this final score says forty six to seven. There were a lot of positives on the on the horizon for the Cardinals. Um, Coach Kevin Keaton stopped by the podcast to talk a little bit about that and look ahead to the matchup with the Roosters. Here's our interview with Coach Keaton. That's coming up right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We're continuing our segment one of our week two pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the Benton Cardinals. Kevin Keaton is with us. Coach, how are you? Hey, Cliff. Doing good. Well, Coach, I'm glad you're optimistic this week. Definitely ready for game week this week. Um, coach, um, unfortunately, um, week one did not go your guys' way. A 46-7 to defeat to Lincoln Prep. Um, coach, um, just um, overall, your thoughts on the ball game. You know, um, I, I am, I am so proud of how they played the game. I'm so proud. And there was, there was stuff, if if you were there and you got to see it, um, there was stuff inside of the game that we're doing better than we've ever done. Uh, when the wheels started to come off a little bit, I saw our kids rallying. I saw our kids digging in deep. I saw our kids, uh, playing the game hard till the very end we got a um this doesn't this doesn't happen very often i've done this a long time our boys got a very nice uh through misha that was sent to our high school from the officiating crew about how the boys played the game uh even when the scoreboard wasn't in our favor that's exactly what we're trying to build, Cliff. Uh, that scoreboard, it, it will change for us. I have no doubt. We well, went in, we lost, we lost, um, we lost three linemen in the Jambo. We had a couple injuries during the game, and we plugged kids in, and they fought, and they played hard, uh, and they played together. This thing's going in the right direction. I have no doubt. I am, I am so 
optimistic right now about who we are that I'm, I'm tickled. I really am. Well, Coach, uh, that what you just told me, that's an awesome story there, Coach. And it really uh, – we've we've had multiple talks about how to, how you guys are building this program and really trying to build it the right way. And that definitely uh, – definitely all that there proves that it's definitely going in the right direction for sure. But, uh, Coach, you're going to get an opportunity to get a win on the scoreboard this week. Um, Coach, um, you're going to be making a road trip to Pleasant Hill this week to take on the Roosters. Um, Coach, um, just your um, thoughts of what you've seen on film and um, what sure. can we expect from the game on Friday? Sure. Well, they're well coached. Um, their coach, his name is Justin Hamilton. He coached for me uh, at another high school. Great guy. I know their kids are going to be prepared. Um, they looked pretty good against Boonville. So we've got our hands full. They'll, they're a running football team. Um, they've got a couple really good linemen. A great tailback, uh, some good inside backers. It's going to be a good test for us. But our, we've had a we've got a good game plan. Uh, these kids have practiced this game plan. Th- these kids are locked in. We really are. Uh, there's there is that locker room is as good a locker room as I've had. Uh, done this a long time. Our kids are going to give. The, our kids are are going to play this game the right way again. And we expect to win. Make no mistake. We're playing this game to win. Well, definitely. I'm definitely uh, wishing you guys good luck on the road at Pleasant Hill on um, Friday. Um, Coach, um, thank you again so much for the time you've always given to this podcast. And uh, good luck to you guys again against Pleasant Hill. Thanks, Cliff. Thank you so much, Coach Keaton, for joining the podcast. Uh, That concludes the city schedule. We're going to move on now to the Northwest Missouri portion of the schedule as the Savannah Savages. They're going to be at home for the first time this season. They're going to take on the Lathrop Mules of the KCI Conference. I had an opportunity to catch up with Coach Kevin Kopecki of the Savages. We talked about last week's game against Excelsior and a look ahead to the matchup with the Mules. Here's our, here's our interview with Coach Kopecki right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We're continuing our first segment of the Week 2 pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the Savannah Savages. Kevin Kopecki is with us. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Clifton. Uh, well, Coach, um, unfortunately, you know, we got to talk about a little bit of bad news. Um, wasn't um, off to an 0-1 start, unfortunately, with a 21-6 loss to Excelsior Springs. Um, coach, just uh, walks through the game. Uh, you know, they're a very good football team. We struggled with them last year a little bit on defense and the same things a little bit this year. They just pound the football all the time. I don't even know if they threw a pass. Uh, it's almost like a rugby scrub, but that you know that's their offense. We knew that going in. And they kind of wore us down. We played well uh, early in the game. We had a 6 nothing lead. Um, and then our offense, you know, just, you know, hats off to those guys. They beat us fair and square, but we were inside the red zone three or four times and came away with no points, and you just can't do that. So, uh, kind of disappointed in our offensive execution when it really mattered. Well, Coach, uh, you're going to get the opportunity to rebound this week at home for the first time this season. I like to call it – I used to call it the black hole when I used to work at KQ2, the stadium there at Savannah. <laughs> you <laughs> you guys are going to be playing the Lathrop Mules this week. Um, Coach, uh, what's your scouting report on Lathrop, and um, what can we expect on Friday? Uh, you know, I hope we expect to uh, see a lot of improvement in our team. I think, you know, I've coached a long time, and uh, if we 
make the kind of improvement you should make from week one to week two and we'll be fine. You know, we pushed really hard in practice to get better this week, uh, working on the things that we didn't do so well against Excelsior. And, uh, you know, the scouting report on those guys is they have a good program, very good tradition. Uh, you know, two years removed, they were in the state championship game. Uh, they have a lot of tradition over there. Um, they have good size up front. They have a new head coach this year. They're doing a really good job. Uh, probably a little things, uh, things differently than uh, you'd expect from Lathrop in the past. They're more of a, a passing team. Uh, they run a lot of formations. And, uh, you know, what we've seen on film, they're a very solid football team. Well, Coach, I definitely wish you guys have good luck the rest of the week in practice and good luck to you guys against Lathrop. Okay, sounds good. Thanks a lot, Cliff. Thank you so much, Coach Kevin Kopecki of the Savannah Savages for joining us here on the podcast. Next matchup on the schedule, Lincoln Prep will be making their return to the Northwest Missouri area for the second straight week. After coming off their win against Benton, Lincoln Prep will be making the trip to Cameron to take on the Dragons. Head Coach Jeff Wallace joined me earlier in the week on the podcast to talk about his team's win against Kansas City Northeast and a look ahead to Lincoln Prep. Here's our conversation. And we're here on the Cliff Coast Podcast. We are continuing going through our week two pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the Cameron Dragons, Jeff Wallace. Coach, welcome back to the pregame show. You bet. Thank you very much. Well, Coach, um, your team had probably about as good of a um, regular season opening victory you could ask for, a 34 to nothing shutout over Kansas City Northeast. Uh, coach, just um, your overall thoughts on the game. Well, you know, we have we got a lot of guys now, and I mean a lot of guys who saw their first action on a Friday night the other night. And, you know, when you have that many out there running around, you're just not sure how it's going to go. And we didn't start out real well. We had on our first opening drive, I think we had three holding penalties. We had an offside penalty, and we still were able to take it down to the 20 and then gave it up down there. Uh, I mean, all night long, I bet we had 150, yards in penalties, and most of them were the, were the larger variety. So, I mean, just things where guys were jitters and that type of stuff. We calmed down quite a bit in the second half. But, you know, it was a pretty good way to start start the year. And it got us a, our kids a, a ton of experience on, on, on Friday night situations. And, uh, you know, it, it worked out pretty well for us. Well, Coach, I, I believe, you know, those penalties can be corrected, you know, throughout the week. So, I mean, like you said, you know, it's the first week of the regular season. It's a good way to uh, – it's better to make those mistakes now than to make them towards the end of the year. So, um Coach, um, a tougher challenge in week two. You guys have Lincoln College Prep on the schedule this week at home. It's your guys' home opener. Um, Coach, just um, your overall thoughts on the Blue Tigers and um, what can we expect on, fri on Friday? They're a very good football team, to say the least. Uh, a couple of backs, 220 and 225. they got a good quarterback that can run, read things really well. They're very well coached. That kind of They kind of pops out at you. If you've done it long enough, you know there's certain little – little signs when you watch film of a well-coached football team, and they are. Uh, they're physical, and they're really, really good tacklers on defense. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a monumental challenge for us, quite honestly. Uh, again, we made some strides the other night. we got to get better this week in practice like we always try to do. Uh, this is a good football team that's coming in here, so it's going to be a challenge. Well, Coach, I definitely wish you guys uh, good luck this week against Lincoln Prep, and um, thank you so much again for um, – coming on the pregame show this week. Absolutely. I enjoy it, Cliff. Thank you. That was Coach Jeff Wallace of the Camera Dragons. Now, one of the last matchups that we're going to look at, this is going to be a matchup of two of the best football teams in the entire state. 
This should be a fun one as Maryville goes on the road at Harrisonville. Harrisonville posts one of the best running backs in the Kansas City metro area in Jace Reynolds. For the last two seasons, he's rushed for over 2,000 yards. So that should be one of the big keys for the Spoof Hounds will be containing Jace Reynolds in their running attack. I did have an opportunity to speak with head coach Matt Webb as we talked about that. Last week's game against Blair Oaks and so much more. Matt, here's Matt Webb and I's conversation here on the Cliff Notes podcast. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast. We are continuing our week two pregame show. We have our weekly talk with Spook Hound head coach Matt Webb. Coach, welcome back to the podcast. Always enjoy visiting with you, Clifton. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, Coach. Um, Coach, unfortunately, um, the game on Friday night wasn't the way um, you probably wanted it to go down. Uh, a 40-6 to six loss to Blair Oaks. Um, Coach, just um, your overall thoughts on the game. Well, it's kind of, you know, it was, it was, uh, I don't think the score kind of indicates uh, the, uh, uh, how the game went, um, unless you were there. Um, it was one of those uh, first quarter, 0-0 tie. Uh, looked like two good football teams battling it out, feeling each other out um kind of you know first week things that were happening um we moved the ball well on offense just didn't uh put it in the end zone we didn't uh um continue those those long drives that um that we're accustomed to as the season goes on and and you know you credit that to lack of execution and and we kind of got ourselves behind the chain some and then um second quarter you know we had uh three defensive penalties on one drive and then um they you know give credit to Blair Oaks they they took advantage of that and, and scored. And then, um, you know, our offense came out, had another penalty on that third, on a three and out series. And then um, we punted back to Blair Oaks and we let a uh, really good, really good quarterback. Like we tried not to uh, escape out for about a 50 yard run um, for the second score. So it's 12, nothing. And, and I really thought we came out the third quarter um, on fire. We, we scored ourselves. Tyler Seymour had a 65 yard um, first play of the third quarter uh, touchdowns. So the next thing you know, it's 12 to six. We're right back in it. Um, and then we kind of second, you know, about, you know, the, at the end of the third quarter and then um, through the fourth quarter, we had a, a lot of mistakes, a lot of undisciplined penalties, um, you know, a lot of uh, mis-execution. And um, then the game kind of got a hand late. But that was a good football game between two good teams for, for the most part. And absolutely. I know one thing you guys play, you guys play a pretty good schedule. And I know another thing about Maryville football, they will always find a way to bounce back. So, um, Coach, um, you get you get that opportunity to bounce back on Friday night. A trip to Harrisonville is in store for you guys. Um, what are your thoughts on this game? And um, give us a scouting report on the Wildcats. Uh, well, you know Harrisonville is a Class Four team. Um, obviously, we're when district assignments came out Friday, we're Class Two. So um, you can talk every week on our schedule that everybody we play is a class, at least one class or if not two classes larger than us. Um, so no, we don't play anybody on our schedule that's not uh, class three or class four. Um, so um, hopefully come playoff time and district time, we'll, we'll reap the benefits of that. Um, just because, you, you know, you mentioned, um, you know, our, our, our schedule. Uh, Harrisonville is an excellent football team. Um, they're kind of led by um, their all-state uh, tailback, Jace Reynolds, number 25. Um, as a junior, he rushed for 2,000. In 446 yards, and as a sophomore, he rushed for 2,096 yards. Uh, so, you know, you put those two together, and then what he was able to accomplish last week in week one, he rushed for 300 and 
close to 350 yards against a, a, a school from out of state. Um, you know, that, that is an excellent football program that they ended up winning. They had a really good win last week. So um, we're going to have to stop him. Um, they're a run dominant offense. He does a great job. Um, they're big up front and um, defensively, they're, they're really good at flying football. So um, really good football program that we're going to have an opportunity to go down, go down and, and um, hopefully do the things that it takes to win. Well, coach, I want to thank you once again for coming on the podcast. Um, and good luck to you and the boys during practice this week, and good luck against Harrisonville. Thank you, Cliff, and I always enjoy spending some time with you. Thank you so much, Coach Matt Webb of the Maryville Spoofhounds, as always, for joining us here on the podcast. Now, the other game that we have scheduled is Kirksville at Chillicothe. Hornets will be looking to go 2-0 on the regular season. That's all for segment one of the Cliff Notes podcast. Coming up will be segment two as we talk about the teams at the KCI and the GRC. With Until then, take care, everybody.